All right, thank you for tuning into Mimi's message. I hope that you're having an amazing day. Um, today, our series is about perversion. We're talking about perversion. Uh, I want to more so talk about homosexuality because it's a prevalent thing now. It's been accepted in so many ways that is just horrible and it's just sad because our world is turning more and more into darkness, into into um practices that are not of god and so what i want to talk about is um the importance of realizing that homosexuality perversion lust um lesbianism is a sin it's detestable thing to the lord it says in first corinthians 6 uh 9 to 11 don't you realize that those who do wrong will not inherit the kingdom of god don't fool yourselves those who indulge in sexual sin and sexual sin, meaning that pornography, incest, um, masturbation, you know, uh, fornication, you know, sex outside of marriage, um, or who worship idols, uh, and even sexual sin also means, you know, what you wear, you know, when you are uh, put on, on certain clothings to uh, be a, a walking temptation, I like to call it, a walking temptation, you are operating in sexual sin. Uh, or commit adultery or are male prostitutes or practice homosexuality or are thieves or greedy people or drunkards or are abusive or cheat people none of these will inherit the kingdom of god some of you were once like that but you were cleansed you were made holy you were made right with god by calling on the name of the lord jesus christ and by the spirit of our god so it is very important that we realize in this time that what the world is doing, we are to come out of out of the world and be not like the world. Because, you know, the Bible says in in um, Psalms one that bad company corrupts good judgment. Bad company corrupts good judgment. So I'm gonna talk about this spirit. I'm gonna talk about. I'm just gonna touch a little parts of it. But then, uh, as the series goes on, I'm gonna talk more in depth about what is happening and what. The word of God says against the spirit. Uh, and, you know, as we talk about this this uh, specific topic, if you're somebody that is in agreement with homosexuality, with uh, pornography, with masturbation, with perversion, with incest, with, you know, lesbianism, with lust, you know, of the eyes and lust of the flesh and all of that, and the pride of life, you are not going to be very happy listening to this podcast because this is a convicting podcast you know uh, and it's my prayer that a lot of the church will start to talk against this spirit will start to talk about how you know perversion you know uh, already you know the church talk about how pornography is wrong and masturbation is wrong but it's like many many churches don't want to touch the, the, the topic of homosexuality it's like they're scared of it no Talk about it in your church. If you don't want to talk about it because you feel like the people will leave your church, well, you don't answer to the people. You answer to God first. And if you feel like you don't want to talk about it or you feel like you can't talk about it, well, send in a a, a guest preacher to come and talk about that spirit. You know, it's important that the, the church to take a stand against that spirit because, you know, many people want to come in the church with, with that type of, um, it's a demon, you know, with that type of demon operating in them and be okay and stay in the church that way and want the church to accept that no the church doesn't want to accept that the church want to accept you being free the church want to accept you how you are 
right? And want to see you become better. They don't want you to come how you are and stay how you are. The church wants you to come and embrace you with all your issues and want you to see that you have an issue, that you want to be set free, that you desire. Because this spirit is not a spirit that you are double-minded about. The double-minded spirit comes with this spirit. You know, perversion has a lot of demons attached to it. Demons don't operate alone. They have a, a lot of spirit acting with them, okay? Perversion have, you know, the spirit, the perversion, the spirit of homosexuality and the spirit of lust, um, um, masturbation, pornography, they come with different, different spirits, Okay, they come with different spirits, spirits in, in their sexual organs, spirits in their eyes, okay, spirits in their ears, you know, in their hands. You know, uh, the enemy has certain people that he sends around those people who are bound with that specific um, spirit, uh, specific demon to come and continue to be a, a temptation. Okay, there are temptation demons that are sent around people who have those type of demons in them to continue to feed them, okay? To continue to feed them so that they are bound. And not just that, but the enemy also brings legal, he, he has to have a legal right to come and destroy your life. So people who have certain perversive spirit you open a door by being in in a relationship with people who already have that spirit with them, which is why the Bible says in Psalms 1 that do not be deceived, bad company, corrupt, good judgment. There are people who have been, you know, around certain people and that spirit on that person has come upon them because demons can be tr- can be a type of a transferring spirit, especially when it comes to homosexuality. I knew somebody who um, many years ago, you know, we were in college, and he he was dating you know a woman. He was dating a woman, and then uh, after like a, I think a year or two. You know, I never, because he was friends with one of my friends. And I, I never saw him again. But then my friend had a party, had a, a a birthday party, and I saw him. And when I saw him, he was now homosexual. And I asked my friend, what happened to him? And, he, and she said, he started to hang out with homosexual people. And when he started to hang out with homosexual people... He then took on that spirit because the spirit of homosexuality is a transferring spirit. It likes to populate itself. And the way that it does is that you have to, it has to, you know, the enemy has to get legal rights in your life. Whatever kind of demon you have, he has to get legal rights because he cannot operate without legal rights. And so some of you, the reason why you cannot fight this perversive spirit that you have, maybe spirit of, you know, masturbation, because the people around you are doing that. People around you are watching porn, and it's okay. You have, you have people who take porn into their marriage, their marriage bed. They have porn in their bedroom, and they're having orgies. And you, you wonder why your marriage is not prospering. You know, you wonder why, you know, there are people who are, you know, looking at other women. And you wonder why... You are not being set free. You wonder why you're not meeting your future wife. Because you are operating in this type of perversive lifestyle. It says here, um, it says in the word of God, it says in the book of Psalms, Blessed is the man 
who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his, his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in all its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the shaft which the wind drives away. Therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. This message is a message of conviction. This message is not to, you know, glorify perversion. It's not to glorify homosexuality. There is nothing good about seeing a man and a man together. It's not, it's not normal. When you see that, you should not feel like, oh, you know... (laughs) There, I've posted about how homosexuality is wrong on my on my Facebook, and I've had people message me and just angry and how can you say that and all of that. Like the my my Bible, my New King James Bible tells me that homosexuality is a detestable sin. Homosexuality is wrong. My Bible tells me that. It says in Leviticus 18.22, Do not practice homosexuality. Having sex with another man as with a woman is a detestable sin. My Bible tells me that. And so this podcast is not for you. If you think uh, uh, homosexuality is right, if you think masturbation is right, if you think this series is not for you, if you think you know masturbation is right, if you think you know uh, incest is right, if you think homosexuality that a man and a man together is right or a woman and a woman together is right or dressing like like you are you have a Jezebel spirit dressing you know with your with all these lustful outfits is right you know uh perversion is not just you know incest masturbation pornography it's also how you dress how you dress is perversive can be perversive and i i have shared here before that you know i used to dress very seductively i used to dress with short dresses and tight dresses you know and i thank the lord that he delivered me from that so you know everybody has some type of thing that god delivered them from right and now i don't dress like that anymore praise the lord i don't go out there being a, a walking temptation, being a lustful temptation for somebody to fall. And, you know, what I was praying about this topic, and I was just talking to the Lord about it. I'm like, God, you know, it, it's becoming prevalent because the world is so lustful that perversion is easy for people to enter into, you know. It's easy because everybody's dressing all type of ways. Like, it's not of the Lord. So uh, this podcast, this episode is to basically talk about the spirit of perversion, how it's not of the Lord. Um, And I'm going to give practical things that can help you if you are dealing with it, if you are dealing with masturbation, you're dealing with lust, you're dealing with perversion, you're dealing with, you know, um, pornography issues, you're dealing with uh, homosexuality, lesbianism you know, you're dealing with all those type of things, it's time to come out of that thing, you know, uh, people around you who are s- celebrating that and saying it's okay, those are not your people, 
Because God does not want to see you bound to any spirit or to any issue that can literally destroy your life, destroy your marriage, destroy your purpose. You know, he wants you to come out of that and be whole. And be whole. Be whole. You want to be whole. You don't want to be bound. It's hard to go out there in the world. It's uncomfortable to go out there in the world and just see all of that. We are to be in the world, but we are not to be off the world. Right? And that's important. We cannot run away from the world. It's we, we have to go in there and shop. We have to go in there and, you know, minister to people. But we cannot be off the world. So as we begin this series, I want you to open your heart to the Lord, to Jesus, to the Holy Spirit, that you will receive what God wants you to know, that you will have a new perspective, that conviction will set on you, and you will feel a time of, of deliverance, even from listening to this. moment to dump everything you've been carrying for the last seven days and lay it at the altar of God and say, God, have it all. Father, take my sorrow, take my pain, take my shame, take everything, God, that is unlike you, God. Take it out of us now, God. We declare that you can have it all. Somebody open your mouth and say, have it all, God. Come on. Shake me, Father. Make me over again, Lord God. Come on. This is a corporate worship right here. I dare you to open your mouth and tell God to shake me. Have our praise, have our worship, have our 
exaltation. We magnify you. We make you bigger than our circumstances, bigger than our situation. Father, have it all, God. Have it all, God. Take depression. Take oppression. Take depression. You can have it all. delivered and know that you know even at the state that you are if you're some if you're somebody that want to be made whole if you're somebody that is against you know you might be you might be struggling with perversion yourself and you want to be made whole and you are tired of it you are in the right place you are in the right place you are in the right time you are in the right season but if you want to you know live your life and be perversive and do all the things you want to do look at it whatever whatever you want to look at and not be convicted you know listen to whatever you want to listen to dress however you want to dress and and sleep with whoever you want to sleep with and not be convicted then you know this this episode is not for you but if you're somebody that has in your heart you know you you need to change you know you need to be better you know, you might you might not know God. You might know God, whichever way, but you have it in you. Just there's like a, a mustard seed of conviction that you need to change. You don't like this spirit. You don't like this thing that you're dealing with. You don't like it. You want to be free. You want to stop. This is for you. This episode is yours to listen to. Before we go into the teaching, I'm going to basically, you know, give an intro. This is an introduction. Okay, this is just an introduction. I'm going to touch a little bit on the word of God, but I'm going to talk to you, you know, I'm going to talk to you before we go into the word of God. Um, You have to take your freedom seriously. Your freedom is important. We see that in the word of God, the, the Israelites were in bondage for many years. Okay. And God will always send a deliverer. David was a deliverer. To set the captives free from Goliath. Moses was a deliverer, right? Joshua was a deliverer. Jesus is a deliverer. You have to set your eyes on the deliverer and who is Jesus and the Word of God to deliver you. God loves it when we come to Him with repentance and we say, God, I want to be free. I am tired of this. I want to be whole. Take this away from me. Help me. He will help you. So I hope that you listen and you get some revelation and understanding. And that you open yourself to the Holy Spirit. As you listen to this series. That you, it's my prayer that whoever listens to this series become different. You leave different you leave change there is conviction that sets on you there is a a change in your mind in your heart in your eyes 
in your spirit that says no more of that thing that you are opening yourself to that when you you finish listening to all of these episodes this 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 perversion uh, perversion episode that I, I I post that you leave different that you leave better that you leave whole that you leave saying God I thank you for opening my eyes I thank you for helping me to be free it is my prayer that demons will even leave you as you listen to this podcast episode that you will be delivered I have faith in the name of Jesus that you will be delivered as you listen to these podcast episodes so Let's go into prayer. Father, I thank you and I reverence your name. I give you glory and I give you adoration. I thank you for your word. That is a two-edged sword that can pierce through anything, bone and marrow, God, spirit. It can pierce through anything. So I pray, Lord, as your word goes forth, that, Father, your spirit of conviction will fall upon your children. Now, those that have a heart of repentance, Lord, that you even the more give them a more understanding of repentance, more understanding of what it is to be whole, more desire, God, to seek you and to find you and to know that, Lord, in you there is freedom, in you there is liberty. That they that dwell in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I was glad when they said unto me, let, let us go into the house of the Lord. That they will start a return to your house again. Not just your house like a temple, like a house, but God, to your word, to sermons, to worship, to prayer. That they will seek you. That God, even the things that they they are not convicted about now, as they listen to this podcast, I ask you, Lord, you will bring conviction into their minds. Help them to be free. Help them to be whole. Everything that is around them that is causing them not to be able to listen, I bind it now in the name of Jesus. And I ask the Lord, you will send minister angels, your angels that goes forth to destroy every hold, every stronghold, every strong man, everything, every curse will be broken in the name of Jesus. And I pray that life, life abundantly will be their portion. Will be their portion. Will be their portion. Will be their portion. Wholeness will be their portion because Jesus came to set the captives free. Many of them are bound in pornography. Many of them are bound in lust, perversion, lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, pride of life, homosexuality, lesbianism, gayism, God, incest, adultery, dressing lustfully, being a temptation, allowing Jezebel to cause them to lustfully present themselves but God you called us your vessels you said that Lord we are a living sacrifice our body is a temple for the Holy Spirit so I ask you the Lord as they listen to this sermon as they go about and actually do the homework that I give them the Lord they will have a cleansing their life will be changed will be changed 360 Lord that their desire for your word will be even the more their desire to seek you the more, God. That they will remove the things that are not of you out of their lives. So as they listen to this podcast episode, God, I pray that, Lord, you will remove people that are not supposed to be in their life. That, are, that, that the enemy is using as a legal right in their lives, out of their lives. That you will remove. That you will remove. The Lord, you remove people, places, things, items, clothings that they have opened themselves to God, that they have used 
unknowingly that the enemy has used as a legal right into their lives, that they will be set free. In the name of Jesus, I do pray. Amen.
listen, guys. Good afternoon. This is Bernice with Devoted. Thank you so much for tuning into Devoted. I hope that you have been blessed by the Prophet Apostle series that we did. Um, and I hope that you had a great Merry Christmas with your family, with your friends. Um, if you were not able to spend it with your friends, that you remember that it's all about Jesus. It's not really about gifts. It's not about, you know, uh, the things that we make it seem that it is. But it's about Jesus. If you were able to spend time with Jesus, then that was a good time, you know. Because many people were not able to travel because of the COVID and um, the things that are happening. However, I hope that you had a great Christmas and you remembered that we have a Savior who is seated in heavenly places, who is at the right-hand side of God, interceding for us. And He always, always is there to be a friend when you need it. He's always there to be a um, intercessor, a brother, whatever you need Jesus to be. The name of Jesus has power to demolish strongholds, to break down the assignment of the enemy, to break down every weapon that forms against you, that when you say the name of Jesus, you know, things align in your life, that demons tremble, that the assignment of witches, warlocks, spirits of darkness, people, whatever it is, does not have authority. Because the name of Jesus is more powerful than any name. And so we just we just give glory to God for being such a selfless God to release his son to us, you know, to die for us, to come on earth. The you know, the Bible says in John that the 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 word became flesh, right? In Luke it says the word became flesh. And so we see that, you know, many people gave up their lives to basically follow Jesus. And we are doing that even now in this season, in this life, in this time, in this 2021 and even 2022, that our life is unto Christ. Our life is given to Christ. We live not for ourselves, but we live for Jesus. We live to, we live by the word of God. We live to please the Lord, you know? And so that's what Christmas is about. Christmas is about the fact that we, we honor Jesus. We honor his life that we, we, we see that his life is what keeps us whole. His life is what keeps us at peace, right? Because he's the prince of peace. His life that he lived on earth, right? He was a man just like you. But, you know, he had the word of God within him. And because he was a man just like you, he knows how it is that you suffer. He knows how it is to cry. He knows how it is to be angry, right? He knows how it is to, to feel um, sadness, to feel sorrow, to, you know, he cried when, when, um, you know, he heard that Lazarus was dead, right? He, he, even though he was able to raise him up from dead, he, he still mourned, right? He knows how to have a good time. He was at a party. He was, you know, at the wedding, right? The first miracle that he performed, he turned water into wine. He knew how to have fun. He knew how to have a good time with the people around him, you know? Uh, he knew how to cry, you know, in the Garden of Gethsemane, he, he cried. You know, he prayed his sweat. He was, was uh, um, basically blood you know he knew how he cried on the cross right he 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 let the lord know oh you know lord lord why have thou forsaken me right um he knew how to feel as a human being right and when i say he knew how to be angry 
You know, the Bible says that be angry, but do not sin. He did not sin. You know, when we see that in the temple, when the, the money changers were there and they were basically defiling the house of the Lord, he came in, you know, and, and he basically overthrew all the, the, the table. He cleansed his house, you know, and it's important for us to cleanse our house. Not just, you know, it's not the physical house, but the spiritual house, your temple. You are a temple. You are a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to the Lord, right? And I always say this, especially to women, our our body is so important. We are a temple of the Lord. We have to be careful how we present ourselves. You know, we have to cleanse ourselves, not just, you know, not just in the physical, but in the spiritual too. How is your temple? Basically, how is your temple today is your temple open to jesus christ is your temple open to the lord is your temple where the holy spirit dwells where you know when you you have such a a a, a spiritual strength in you that when you see certain things you it doesn't sit right with you when you when you look up up upon certain things or even when you watch tv or you listen to certain songs because your temple is open to the lord is open to the holy spirit it has such a word the word of god is within you that when certain things come around you it, it just rubs you the wrong way because you know the bible says that we are not to to grieve the Holy Spirit, right? And so you 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 get grieved inside when you see certain things, when you when you lay your eyes on certain things, when you hear certain things, you know, when you're around certain places, you know, you your your spirit man, the Holy Spirit within you start to grieve and you don't like that. And so we know that, you know, Jesus left us with the Holy Spirit. That's the gift that he left us with when he descended up into heaven. And if he did not go up, he would not have the Holy Spirit would not be able to come, like he said. And so the life of Jesus, you know, from a little child to you know um, his death, is such a pivotal life. I don't, I don't think anybody could ever live his life because of all the things that he went through, you know. Um, but we just give glory to the Lord for being a selfless God to allow Jesus Christ to come on earth to die for us, to to be, you know, a babe. You know, even the way that he was born was such a, a uh, honorable way. You know, many people will not think it's honorable because he didn't come in chariots and diamonds and gold and, you know, fur outfits and, and silk clothing, silk baby, you know, underwear and all that. But he came, you know as a servant you know the best position you can ever have is a servant right because the bible says that the last will be the first and the first will be the last you know it's important that we have that uh humbleness jesus came in a humility way in a very humble way you know most people would have wanted to see him in like a crib of gold but that's not what the reason why he came. He didn't come to flush, you know, or to to expose that he's, uh, you know, he's rich in favor. No, he came to bring peace. He came to bring the sword. You know, he came to set the captives free. He came to bring the word of God to convict, to to love, to bless, to give joy. You know, to um, help people repent. Right? He came for all of that. You know, the woman who was caught in adultery, he came for her. You know, he came for Peter's, um, you know, um, 
uh, wife's mother who was sick. He came to drive out demons. He came to, you know, correct the Pharisees and the Sadducees. He came, you know, to, to heal the woman who had the issue of blood. He came to drive out demons from Mary Magdalene, right? He, he came to change the world. And that's the importance of Jesus Christ, the, the real gift. And I hope that you, you really understood that. You know, that Jesus is a real gift. It's not about gift that you receive from people. You know, it's about the real gift of who Jesus is. And, you know, there is a certain woman who, uh, who, who prayed to the Lord and said, and this woman is not in the, in the Bible, but, you know, she prayed to the Lord and she said, God, I, I don't want no gift in Christmas. I want to be delivered. I want to be whole. I want to be made whole. I want you to deliver me from every spirit, every curse, you know, everything that generational curses. That was her, her um, desire for her, her gift for Christmas. She wanted to see deliverance. And how many of us really would say, to the Lord. I don't want gift. I don't want material things. I want spiritual cleansing. You know, I want to be made whole. You know, many people set their eyes on, on physical things that, that passes away, right? It says in the Bible that, you know, the word of God never pass away. You know, flowers will fade away. Things will pass away, but the word of God will never pass away. And this woman said she wanted to be cleansed. She wanted to be have the word of God within her so much, the Holy Spirit within her so much that, you know, all these spirits and, and curses and, and generational curses is broken off of her life. That was her desire to the Lord. That was her, her, her desire for Christmas, what she wanted. She didn't want a car. She didn't want, you know, money. She didn't want those things, but she wanted to be free, to be made whole. And God granted her that. God gave her that. So today we're talking about perversion. Uh, I was praying about this spirit. I was praying to God about this specific spirit. And um, this is a spirit that is very, uh, has been very open in this world. Uh, This spirit is categorized in many ways. There's a spirit of, you know, lust, homosexuality. There's a spirit of lesbianism. Gainism, there's this, you know, perversion comes with the spirit, of, the spirit, the spirits of incest, of lust, of lust of the eyes, lust of the, fre- lust of the flesh, pride of life, you know, homosexual, uh, homosexuality, lesbianism. It comes with incest. It comes with masturbation. It comes with pornography. You know, it comes with uh, adultery. Uh, you know, sex outside of marriage you know, uh, orgies, um, it comes with, you know, perversion comes with, um, you know, uh, shocking up when you are sleeping without getting married to, you know, your boyfriend or your girlfriend and you guys have not gone to the church to, you know, you know, the pastor do, uh, marital counseling with you, you know, men, men get a different type of marital counseling and women get a different type of, you know, marital counseling and you guys have not come together and actually, put on a ring and then have sex, then that's, you are in, you are in perversion. And perversion is not just with those things that I said, but perversion is also in how you dress. Perversion is also in how you dress. You know, I've already talked about this many times. It grieves me. It grieves me so much. It grieves me so much. I feel like the Lord has put within me this grief, this, um, just vex, you know, this, this just hatred to see these outfits, you know, 
that are out there that are just seducing and just lustful. Like, I go to the store. I was at this store. Um, and this, like, shirt, it was, like, to, to the belly. And, and then the pants is, like, low cut. And the space, there's like a space between the shirt and the and the pants. I'm like, where is the material? Like, it, where is the rest of the material for these outfits? You know, it, it, it's just, I'm like, Lord. Like, all these tight dresses. Like, I, I went to the store and I was like, there is nothing that is fitting for me to wear. Nothing. You know, if I'm buying an outfit, I have to buy other outfits to cover that outfit. Because the material that I'm trying to buy. Like, a shirt is $20. And, you know, the shirt is, like, crop. Like, half of the shirt. Like, I'm paying $20 for a half shirt. Why? That is unacceptable. But, you know, that's what the world that we live in now. You know, we, we live in a world that is perverse. Like... Things that you're supposed to wear in the house, people are taking it outside. Like, it, there's no fear of the Lord. There's no, no understanding in your mind that your body is a temple. That, that is where the Holy Spirit dwells. The Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit doesn't dwell in your flesh. No, it dwells in your spirit. But your spirit man, because you have the Holy Spirit within you, when you put on certain things, when you listen to certain things, when you watch certain things, you, your spirit man does not like it. You grieve the whole, you feel it. And so you say, no, 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 no. I don't want to open myself to that. And that's the issue. That's why the Lord, you know, allowed me to have a dream, you know, months ago about the fact that there is something that's coming in the world that we have to be filled with the Holy Spirit to be able to conquer it. In, in order to conquer perversion, you know, yes, the, 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 the deliverance minister can drive out those demons. But if you are not filled with the Holy Spirit, if you are not living according to the word of God, if you're not opening the word of God daily and, and worshiping and, and filling your inner man with, with righteous things, with worship, with the word of God, you are going to open the door back to the enemy. Because, you know, in the word of God, it says that when the devil, when the, when the demon leaves you, right, which is basically part of the, the devil when the demon leaves you it goes out and and in dry places and if it doesn't find a place to rest meaning that if it doesn't find somebody else or an animal to get into and when i say animal because in the word of god we look in the look right when jesus met the men of the men who was possessed with legions of demons and the man said what what do you want with us we know who you are jesus christ of nazareth right jesus jesus of nazareth we know who you are you come to torment us you come to you know basically harm us and and uh the the man said can you drive uh, you know the demon said can you drive us into the pigs demons can enter animals that's why you know if you're a minister and you know if you're somebody who have I don't know why I'm saying this, but if you you feel like your animal, you're like your pet is acting weird, you need to do deliverance on that pet because when demons leave a person, it goes out into the dry places to search for a place to rest. I mean, a, a a temple, a place to live, and your body is a temple, right? If your your body is where the any the demon wants to live. If it doesn't find somebody else to go into enter, because demons need to stay in a person to live. They need to be fed. And whatever it is that the demon, uh, 
you know identify with is what need what what they need to be fed with so if you have a demon of you know um addiction to alcohol then you see a person always drinking alcohol because they have a spirit of you know alcoholism right and so that demon when that demon leaves that person that person is now open it's now empty that space that any that the demon was in basically you know demons are in your flesh in your mind right they are not in your spirit if you are you know if you are a child of god you pray the salvation prayer you've accepted the holy spirit within you you accepted jesus christ as your lord and savior guess what the demons cannot live in your spirit they live in your flesh okay they live in your mind as well and so when that spirit leaves and it doesn't get rest. It doesn't find somebody else who might be, you know, alcoholic or might even start to like alcohol and they cannot enter that person. They will come back to find you. And when they find that you are not filled with the spirit of the Lord, you are not opening yourself to the word of God daily. You are not praying daily. You are not worshiping. Guess what? They come in and live in there. But then, but, but they, they, they don't just come in alone they come in with seven other ones so eight of them come and live inside of you because they know that if they come by themselves you will cast them out again so they need they need other demons to be able to hold you bound to cause it to be difficult for you to cast them out and that's why you know perversion is a hard hard issue to deliver people from a hard a hard demon to deliver people from now it's not impossible it is possible but the thing is that deliverance doesn't start doesn't end in when the minister command that spirit to go or when jesus or god himself causes that spirit to leave by bringing the sword of the lord against it no deliverance start from there when that demon leaves you that's when deliver actually deliverance starts when you make up your mind that you want to be free that's when deliverance starts many people think that deliverance ends when you get the demon out of you no that is where deliverance continue because you have to get to that point where you have to say you want to make your your temple open to the lord and not to the to, to the enemy not to demons because if you don't live and practice the word of god daily and live by the word what happens is that the demon will come back the bible says in james 1 22 to 25 it says but but be doers of the word not just hearers only deceiving yourselves for if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer he is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror for he observes himself goes away and immediately forgets what kind of man he was and that's the thing about deliverance from perversion i'm talking about this before we start to dig into the spirit is because if you get delivered and you do not do the word of god you are just basically looking yourself in the mirror and forgetting that you are a new man because when you do not continuously look at yourself and this is a spiritual thing i'm saying when I say look at yourself, meaning that you observe yourself with the word of God. The word of God is your mirror and you are looking at yourself that, yes, the old man has been casted out. Now you are a new man. If you forget the word of God, if you don't continuously look at yourself with the word of God, the word of God becomes your mirror, right? And you, and you don't continuously remind yourself that you are new. You will go back in, in that bondage. You will forget, like it says here, immediately forget what kind of man he was right but he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continue continues in it 
and is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work. This one will be blessed in what he does. When you observe yourself, right, in the word of God, and you go away into the world, the world is a perverse, let me tell you, the world is, the world is so perverse. When you finally get delivered, when you finally get whole, when you finally, you know, some people like me, for example, when I received the Holy Spirit, that is when my eyes started to see the world, how God displays it in the word of God, how God says that the world and, and the lust of it and the, and the pride of it and the, you know, the wickedness of it. I was not seeing the, the, the things of the world as, as sinful as I should have until I received the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit within me convicted me, let me know, gave me understanding, gave me clarity, gave me the eyes to see and even to feel uncomfortable around certain things. And that's why it's important. You know, that's why the Lord led me to have that dream where, you know, he led me, he, he, he showed me what was coming in the world. You know, and, uh, I shared this dream a couple months ago that there is something coming right in the world. And if we are not filled, if you are not filled with the Holy Spirit, you will not be able to conquer that thing. Because the Holy Spirit within you is going to be your helper. He's a paraclete. He helps you and he teaches you. He comforts you, right? And so if you don't have the Holy Spirit, which is the key, that's the thing that Jesus left with us. Why don't you want to have what Jesus left with us? Why? We all are to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Because he will help you to know what is right and what is wrong. And so... We see here that when you, when, when you are a doer of the word of God, that you, you, you are somebody who's blessed. It says this one will be blessed in what he does. You will be blessed in what you do. The world is so perverse. Like, I, when I received the Holy Spirit, that's when I started to see, oh my God. Even the way that I was dressed, and I was like, I was convicted. I was like, no, no, no. I cannot dress this way anymore. Oh God, I threw away all those tight dresses that I used to wear, you know, and I was like, I was made anew. Yes, I received the Lord many years ago, but when I received the Holy Spirit, that is what really charged me up and made me new, made me hate, you know, homosexuality. When I see people who are practicing homosexuality, I just, oh my God, I just... It, it just vexes me. I was at a store. Like, I, I, you know, when you go into the world, you see so many of these things happening. And it's becoming prevalent. It's becoming okay. And there are some churches that are, you know, saying it's okay. No, 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 no. You know, the, the Bible said that we are to, to love everybody, right? We are to love everybody. But we're not to accept their, their illness, their sicknesses, their, 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 uh, their sinful things. We're not, we're not it, you know, if you meet a murderer, someone who said they kill people, right? Nobody want to be friends with the murderer. Nobody want to be buddy-buddy with a, 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 um, a, a drug dealer. No, because the Bible says in, you know, in the book of, um, the Bible says in the book of Psalms, Psalms 1, that we are to be careful because bad company corrupt good judgment, right? So nobody want to be buddy-buddy with a drug dealer or a murderer or a gang, a gang banger, right? Not everybody want to be friends with those type of people. We are to love them. We are to tell them about Jesus. We are to pray for them if they want prayer. But you don't want to hang out with them because 
bad company will corrupt good judgment. The Bible says that do not be deceived. Bad company will corrupt good judgment. And so now we see the prevalent of the prevalence of homosexuality and you know there's already you know lustful ways people dress that's that's already in the world it's on social media people posting pictures of their lustful outfits and their lustful way of posing and then they put under there a, a bible verse I don't even understand why they do that you know and there you know people um who watch porn a lot you know masturbate um you know incest there's that 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 has always been something that is there you know that has been accepted in the world but now right now that we live in in this 2021 homosexuality is starting to be accepted even the more it's starting to be the norm and that is not right If you have the Holy Spirit in you, you should be vexed when you see a man and a man hanging out together in lustful way, in lustful way relationship. When you see a woman and a woman together, like I went to the store and I was trying to find something. I don't go to the store, you know, personally on my own accord uh, on a daily basis. I go at least like three times a, a, a month or twice a month. And You know, I went there trying to look for a specific item and I saw one of the workers there and I said, "Hey, you know, can you help me?" And he was really nice. He helped me. And as I was talking to him, I could sense, you know, something behind me. I was like, "What is this?" And so I was in the aisle. It was just me and him in the aisle. And at the other side of the aisle, I looked and there were these two homosexual girls together sitting there. And I looked And when I looked at them I said the blood of Jesus. You know, and then they turn around and they left. You should not be okay seeing that. You should not be like, "Oh, it's okay." No. That is the world that the enemy is trying to bring. That Sodom and Gomorrah nonsense. You should not be okay with that. You should not be friend and and be okay. Yes, yes, we are to love everybody. But we cannot be okay with the the sinful nature of everybody. You know, in the church everybody is welcome and it should be that way. But but you cannot stay that way when you come. You know, even my my church right now. Every time I go, it's like uh, you know, there's such a a a, a uh, the spirit of the Lord in the room and there's like uh, it, you know, when I leave, I feel like there there is um something that the lord has done within me like i have you know i have i have um been poured into like i have i have left changed that you know when i came in even this week you know my pastor preached about believing you know what god has spoken over you believing you know promises of god believing it believing is seeing that's what she was preaching about and you know um before i went to church i was talking to god about believing about you know strengthening my belief strengthening my faith even the more in a higher level for what it is that he's spoken over me and so when i went to church you know i i i was filled up with faith by the the sermon that she preached and that was what i needed every time i leave church i want to be i want to live better than i i went in And that is what God wants to see people who have the spirit of perversion. That when you come to the church, you live different. That there is something about you that has been broken off. You know, in my case, there was a little bit of, you know, doubt that broke off of me that I had such a level of belief in God in a higher level that I ever had when I entered the church. 
you know, and that's what God wants. God wants to see you enter the church and leave different. If you are somebody who has been, you know, um, uh, and I'm going to talk about how the spirit of perversion enters people. Okay. But I just want to share this little information about what the enemy is doing right now in this, in this now century that we live in. That spirit of homosexuality that is so prevalent now. It's just, it's, oh my God, I don't even know where to begin. When you enter the church, the Lord wants to see you come out different. If you are battling the spirit of perversion, maybe, you know, uh, masturbation, um, pornography, you know, incest, adultery, homosexuality, perversion, you know, lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, lust, you know, pride of life. If you are battling, you know, lesbianism and all that, you know, when you enter a church and you go and be part of the church, one year, two years, three years, you cannot be the same person. You cannot still be dressing like a man when you're a woman. You cannot still be dressing like a woman when you're a man. That is not, then, then what is happening in the church is not getting into you. There's no space in you for, for the word of God. Because you cannot keep going to the church and living the same. Then there's something that you are not doing to receive what it is that is being given. The food that is being given in the church. Or it could be that the church is not feeding you. It's not giving you the right information that you need to change your life. And that's what God has been telling me, that there are many pastors that are afraid to speak against the spirit of homosexuality, the spirit of perversion, the spirit of lust, incest, masturbation, pornography. They are afraid to touch that topic in the church. But the word of God from Genesis to Revelation talks about sexual immorality being a sin. Homosexuality is an abomination to the Lord. It's a sin. Jude talks about that. Jude 1. Jude is a, is a book, is a one chapter book. It's right before Revelations. Jude talks about that. Jude warns us. Jude 1, let's look at it. It says, Jude 1, 4. For certain men have crept in unnoticed who long ago were marked out for this condemnation ungodly men who turn the grace of our God into lewdness and deny the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. I'm going to uh, move down to seven. It says, um, so, um, let's see six. It says, and the angels who did not keep, well, their, who did not keep their proper domain, but left their own abode. He has res- reserved in everlasting chains and a darkness for the judgment of the great day. And that talking about, this is talking about the, de- um, the angels that left with the devil, right? Those that were cast down with the devil because they, they agreed with him to, to basically come against the Lord. Uh, seven, it says, as Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities around them in a similar manner of these, having given themselves over to sexual immorality and gone after strange flesh, are set forth as an example, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. We know what happened to Sodom and Gomorrah, right? In Genesis, we see that. We see that, you know, um, Abraham prayed, interceded for for Sodom and Gomorrah, you know, and said, God, if, if I find five righteous men, can you spare this place? If I find 10, if I find, you know, two, if I find however, however many I find, can, I, can you just spare? Can you just spare this place? And that was not so. Why? 
because he could not find any righteous. He could not. And that's the world that is we are getting into is that, you know, it says in uh, Genesis 18, 18, 16, then the men rose from there and looked toward Sodom and Abraham went with them to send them on the way. And the Lord said, shall I hide from Abraham what I am doing? And that's the thing about God. It says in Amos that God does not do anything until what he, he, he shares it with his, his servants, the prophets. Abraham was a type of a prophet. It says, since Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation. And we are descendants of Abraham, right? Let's continue. And it says, and all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him. For I have known him in order that he may command his children and his household after him, that they keep the way of the Lord to do righteous and justice, that the Lord may bring to Abraham what uh, he has spoken to him. And the Lord said, because the outcry against Sodom and Gomorrah is great and, and because your sin is very great grave i will go down now and see whether they have done altogether according to the outcry against it that has come to me and if not i will know see abraham was contending for sodom because abraham out of abraham came the seed of everybody including those that are in sodom right so let's see what happens he said then the men turned away from there and went toward sodom but Abraham stood before the Lord, and Abraham came near and said, Would you also destroy the righteous with the wicked? Suppose there were 50 righteous within the city. Would you also destroy the place and not spare it for the filthy righteous that were in it? Far be it from you to do such a thing as this, to slay the righteous with the wicked, so that the righteous shall be as the wicked. Far be it from you, shall not the judge of all the earth do right? So the Lord said, if I find in Sodom 50 righteous within the city, then I will spare all the place for their sake. And guess what? The Lord did not find 50. It says, then Abraham answered and said, indeed, now I who am but dust and ashes have taken it upon myself to speak to the Lord. Suppose there were five less than the 50 righteous. Would you destroy all the city for lack of five? So he said, if I find there 45, I will not destroy it. Again, he said, you know, he kept asking, Lord, what if there is, you know, this amount of people? What if there is this? And he said, suppose, you know, uh, let's look at Genesis 18, 30. It says, then he said, let not the Lord be angry and I will speak. Suppose 30 should be found there. So he said, I will not do it if I find 30 there. But in all of this, he did not find the amount that Abraham was proposing to the Lord. So it says 33, so the Lord went his way as soon as he had finished speaking with Abraham and Abraham returned to his place. And we know what happened to Sodom and Gomorrah, right? It was burned down. It was burned to ashes. Lot was living there. The angel of the Lord came. And they, the, the people in Sodom wanted to have you know, sexual intercourse, intercourse with, the, with the angels that came. They thought they were you know, men. Let's read it. It says, um, Genesis 19. Let's read it. This is what 
homosexuality is and it's an abomination to the lord it is before we read genesis 19 i want to read this bible verses about how homosexuality is an abomination where it says in the word of god that it's an abomination okay because many people need to know that it is an abomination it's not of the lord i mean how is it that you see like you know the the devil is against marriage from the beginning when when adam and eve came together when god gave you know eve adam when god gave eve to adam immediately the, the enemy came as a snake trying to destroy that covenant right and so we see it even now that's why the enemy is against marriage that's why the enemy is is causing homosexuality to be prevalent because if homosexuality is prevalent then the covenant that we have with God, right? The circumcision covenant that we have with God is broken. We see in Genesis 17, um, 17, 11, it says, 17, 10 to 11, it says, This is my covenant which you shall keep between me and you and your descendants after you. Every male child among you shall be circumcised. And you shall be circumcised in the flesh of your foreskin. And it shall be a sign of the covenant between you and me. He who is eight days old among you shall be circumcised. Every male child in your generation. He who is born in your house or bought with money from any foreigner who is not your descendants. God made a covenant. Okay. Not just with Abraham. Not just with Adam and Eve. But with you and me. And the enemy has tried to come against that covenant. That that relationship. Because he knows that if he turns you away from the word of God. He's turning you away from God himself. And so when you find yourself in masturbation. In pornography. In incest. In adultery. In you know shacking up. In in sleeping with a man when you're a man, in sleeping with a woman when you're a woman, in lusting after strange flesh, lust of the eyes, you know, pride of life, lust of the flesh, you are basically defiling the word of God. And what happens is that you find yourself in that place of Sodom and Gomorrah. So I want to read the Bible verses that talk about how Sodom, uh, homosexuality, homosexuality is a sin against the Lord. You know, people are doing matches, like they're, they're matching around, like homosexual parades, um, you know, uh, putting out there these flags. Guess what? The, 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 oh, God. You know, that's, that's what the enemy does. The enemy likes to defile the things of God, to make it unholy, to make it seen, per, to perverse it. The, 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 the rainbow is a covenant is a covenant between us and God. When he let rain down. I'll read that Bible verse. But I'm going to paraphrase it. When he let rain down. And when Noah. You know built the ark. And God allowed rain to destroy. Because there were just sin. Just sinful things happening. And you know Noah obeyed and he built an ark and he brought the two animals you know male and female he brought them into the ark and the rain came down and destroyed everything and afterwards God said he will not destroy the earth 
with water anymore, with rain. And that rainbow symbolizes his covenant. And these demons of perversion of homosexual lesbianism has used that rainbow to defile it. The, 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 the very thing that the Lord used to show us that he is a God that can destroy a world of sin. They are, they are using that very thing to glorify sin. And that's what the enemy does. Is that he comes to basically show that, oh, it's okay to sin. It's okay to behave in sinful ways. It's okay to lust and it's okay to sleep. And no, it's not okay. Homosexuality is not okay. Pornography is not okay. Masturbation is not okay. It says in Genesis, um, in Leviticus 18.22, Do not practice homosexuality, having sex with another man as with a woman. It is a detestable sin. It says in Leviticus 20.13, If a man practices homosexuality, having sex with another man as with a woman, both men have committed, committed a detestable act. They must both be put to death, for they are guilty of a capital offense. And then it says here in, um, um, let's see, in Second Kings 23, 7, he also tore down the living quarters of the male and female shrine prostitutes that were inside the temple of the Lord, where the women wove coverings for the Assyria pole. So it's not just, you know, men sleeping with men, but also women sleeping with women, you know, Asking a woman out on a date if you're a woman. That is not right. Every time I see, you know, women and and men behaving in a homosexual way, you know, it should make you not feel comfortable. Like, when you see that, you should not be comfortable seeing that. You should, like, there should be something in you just be like, oh, my God. You know, you should not look at that and be like, oh, it's okay. No. This is a this is not a message for you know people who are okay with homosexuality. This if you're going to listen to this series, you, if you are somebody who's okay with you know uh, pornography, you're okay with masturbation, you're okay with seeing a man and a man together in a sexual relations, seeing a woman and a woman together in sexual relations, you you're okay with incest, you're okay with lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, lust of the pride of life. This this podcast series is not for you because there is going to be something I'm going to say that is going to piss you off or make you feel angry, okay? So if you are somebody who is okay with these type of sins, you are going to be angry listening to this, okay? This is a message of conviction. This I, I did not come here to, you know... Um, glorify these type of perversive sins i see so like you know like i said i don't go out into the world a lot i am mostly at home you know i work at home i stay at home and so when i go out there i you know i see the things that i see because um i have a spiritual eyes to see right i have a spiritual eyes to see so 
I see and I'm like, my God, that the world is changing and people don't even see because it's like everybody's in la la land. Like everybody is like a spell, you know? If you see these things and you are and within you, you are not like uncomfortable seeing a man and a man holding hands in a store in the world. If you're not uncomfortable, then you need deliverance. I, I, you need deliverance. If you're not uncomfortable seeing that, you, you need deliverance. You know, I was praying to the Lord. I was like, why? Why is it that people are okay with this? And you know he, he, what he said? He said that there are some people who have the seed of homosexuality. They have the seed of it inside of them. And because they have the seed, they're, they're, they're okay with it. They might not be in homosexuality. They might be married. They might be, you know, married to a man if they're a woman. But because they have a seed in them, you know, somebody in their generation did something with that spirit. And so they're okay with it. Or they have a spirit of Jezebel. You see, the thing is Jezebel is like the the doorkeeper of perversion. Okay, when we look in the word of God in 2 Kings, I think 2 Kings or 1 Kings, we see that when Jehu, yeah, it's 2 Kings, when Jehu went to to Jezebel, Jezebel quickly went and put on makeup and her eye, eyes, put on eye liner and all those things that she put on. But guess what? When Jehu came, Jehu did not look upon Jezebel because Jezebel is a spirit that wants to see the men and women of God fall into lust, into temptation, fall into, you know, into um, bondage. Jezebel doesn't doesn't want to see the men of men and women of God walk in boldness. That's why he she intimidated intimidated um, Elijah. That's why Elijah was scared of her because she brings intimidation, seduction. Jehu didn't, you know, uh, um, Je- Jezebel knew that she could not use intimidation on Jehu because Jehu knew who he was. And so what, what Jezebel did was try to bring seduction to Jehu. And Jehu did not look upon Jezebel. See, people who have the spirit of Jezebel are okay with homosexuality. They are okay with perversion. They are okay with, with that. They, they are not... They're okay with those type of lustful outfits. They're okay with with lust. They have that spirit within them. And then there are those that have, you know, um, the Potiphar's wife spirit, the accusation spirit, right? And that's what has risen up in this season, in this time that we are in, is that there is a spirit of accusation of homosexuality. And what I'm saying is this, the enemy knows that he cannot bring a spirit of homosexuality on certain people because they have not opened the door to it. And so what the enemy does is that it it brings people around that person who will speak and say, oh, that person is homosexual, will will pronounce, will basically basically curse. Because the, the Bible says that life and death is in the power of the tongue. Remember, you know, when... When um, Joseph did not want to lie with Potiphar's wife, what did Potiphar's wife do? She accused him of the very thing that he did not want to open his life to. He did not want to open himself to. And that is what the enemy is doing right now is that there are people that the enemy has, has used as a vessel to pronounce homosexuality on people who are not. Because you're not married yet. 
to their future husband or because they're not married yet to their future wife. And so because they're not married, they're like, they're saying, oh, that person is homosexual because they're not married yet. They have not found the one that God wants for them. And that, that spirit of accusation in the mouth of people, you know, we see in the Bible, in the book of Acts, when the, 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 the girl with the divination spirit came, you know, and followed the apostles, right? Paul was just vexed. He turned around and he casted that spirit out. That demon was basically, basically parading and, and, and speaking to them and to people, convincing people that these men are a men of God, which was true, but the spirit behind her was not right. And the enemy is using a combination of the, the, the spirit of Potiphar's wife, you know, that Jezebel spirit and that spirit of divination to follow men and women of God to pronounce perversion, to pronounce homosexuality, lesbianism on, on them because the enemy is trying to have a, um, a doorway for that thing to come on. And that's the thing is that, you know, some people are homosexual because of what has been pronounced over them as a little child. You know, as a parent, you have to be careful what you say out of your mouth. And you, have to, you have to be careful what people say over your children because the more they hear it, the more they start to believe, right? In the, in the book of First Samuel, we see that, you know, when the uh, when when the Israelites saw um, Goliath, they were scared, right? They were scared. They they kept hearing Goliath is a giant, and and Goliath can you know overtake us. I'm gonna do a part two of this, but I'm I'm giving you a um a uh, overview of what I'm gonna talk about. But you know they were saying, oh Goliath is this Goliath is you know he's he's, he's such a a big man we cannot overtake him. And the more they spoke it, the more they started to believe it. And that's the thing about what the enemy is doing right now is that he's sending people to speak perverse things, curses over people, over men and women of God, to open a door for that spirit to come on. And that's why you have to know your identity in Christ. Because if you know who and whose you are, you don't, you, don't, you don't agree with the words spoken over you. You don't go along with it. And so there's a spirit of divination and a spirit of um, accusation that has been sent out. Now, I'm not talking about if somebody is practicing homosexuality or lesbianism and they're like, oh yeah, they dress like a, a, a man when they're a woman. They dress like a woman when they're a man. They're actually dating, you know, the same sex. They're actually you know, texting and, and messaging and having sex and actually identifying themselves as a, a, a lesbian or a homo, homosexual man or gay man. If you, if you, you say that person is homosexual and because they are acting as homosexual, they are actually practicing, they have verbally said that they are, and they have actually like started to dress like that or, or behave in that manner and actually go after, you know, women, if they are women or, you know, start to date and, 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 lust and do all those things then yeah you know for me personally before i ever pronounce or even before i ever you know get a revelation that somebody has a spirit i always ask the lord to reveal that spirit to me at least twice i will i will, I will look and see that spirit manifest in front of me before i say it and i'll ask the lord to confirm it to me okay so there is an accusation spirit 
that is being loosed out there. Because, and that's the strategy of the enemy to recruit more people into that spirit of lesbianism and homosexuality. By using the mouth of people. And this is how it's, that's why it's so important what you agree with. I remember I was at a certain job and I, I had to call people on the phone and, uh, and talk to people about certain things that I had to talk to them about. And I, there was a woman, you know, the, the enemy kept sending certain people to me. And the, when I was talking to them, they, they would pronounce, they would say something negative, very negative, like just something that you would never say. And because I, I, I have the gift of discernment, I was able to quickly pick it up. And I, cond- and I said to them, what, what you said, I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. I do not agree to it. And immediately that person was convicted. And that person said, you know what? That is not godly. I should not have said that, you know. And I had to rebuke it because if you don't rebuke it, it says in Isaiah that every, every tongue that rises up against you, you have the right to condemn it. And so that's the, the, the thing. Reject, you know, uh, homosexuality, perversion, uh, lesbianism, lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, pride of life. They all come in through rejection, through the mouth of people, continuously p- people, you know, pronouncing things against you. That's why you have to be careful when you give birth to your, your child. Be careful who, who speaks over them because what they speak can become reality, okay? Um, you know, angels hearken to the voice... I mean, to the word of God and to the voice of God, right? Demons hearken, move when, when curses are spoken out, okay? When people are, are calling somebody homosexual, when, when that person is a homosexual, you are, call, you are causing curses on that person. So it's important that we come to understand that the spirit of homosexuality is starting to be prevalent. If you're a pastor... It's very important to preach about this in your church, to let people know that this is a sin. Because if you don't, people, and, yeah, and you know, what, what, what I'm, I'm realizing is that some people, they're like, oh, if I preach about it, people will leave my church. Then let, they're, they're not ready. Let them leave. They're, are you serving people or are you serving God? The word of God from Genesis to Revelation, we have to preach all of it. And if you see, you know, in, during the time that Trump was elected, everybody was going out and destroying people's, you know, stores and all that. The church took it upon themselves to preach about how it's, it's important to live in peace and not to destroy property, right? So why is it that this spirit of perversion, lesbianism, homosexuality that is being a rampant issue in this world, most churches don't want to start to preach against it. If the church took a stand and preached against this spirit... This spirit will, will not have authority in the church. There are people in the church that are okay holding hands and going to church homosexual. I have seen it. And it's not right. Being okay going to church homosexual people together. You see that they are together. It's okay that they come to church. But you have to teach them in the church that no, this is not accepted. You're not going to stay this way in here. You're going to be changed. But within a year, hopefully... That you will accept that you want to be changed. The first step to breaking that spirit of perversion, homosexuality, lesbianism, is to agree with the sex that God has given you, with the gender. You know that your gender is a call? Your gender is part of who God created you to be? 
if T.D. Jakes decided to be homosexual, do you think he will have a church? Do you think he will have women that are loosed? No. Your gender is part of your call. So when you, when you put aside your gender and you want to be something else, you are putting aside part of your call. The enemy knows that you know if you behave if you if you behave like a man and if if you stay a man that God created you to be, that you will start a ministry for men, that you will start a ministry for little boys to help them to be free, to help them to walk in purity, to help them to walk in purpose. And so, what does the enemy do? Bring a spirit of homosexuality to you to start to want to dress like a, a woman, so that that whole purpose is destroyed if heather lindsay decided that she wanted to be a a, a a a lesbian do you think she will have women following her no why because her gender is part of her call so the first step to breaking the spirit off Is to agree with the gender that God gave you. And this is where I end this and in, in intro to this to, to this um, podcast episode for today. Before I move on to teaching about this spirit, to teaching about you know why why homosexuality is wrong, why masturbation is wrong, why pornography is wrong, why you know incest is wrong i want to lay this foundation to let you all know if you're going to listen to this podcast episode series you are going to be convicted it's my prayer that you be convicted that if you really look out there you know and you have if you have friends who are homosexual who have not you know repented and said i don't want to live that way you know i don't want to do this i don't want to watch porn i don't want to you know masturbate i don't want if you have friends that are okay with this spirit of perversion then you have a door open in your life the bible says that we have to be watchful because the enemy goes to and fro looking for somebody that he wants to devour. And what the enemy does is that he needs legal rights. Legal rights come through people that you, you, you associate yourself with. Places that you go, jobs that you take. Things that you, you bring into your home. The most biggest legal rights the enemy likes to take is relationships. So if you are somebody struggling with homosexuality, lesbianism, perversion, lust, masturbation. You cannot hang around people who have that issue, who are, who are okay with living in lust. That is your first step. Remove yourself, come, up, come out from them, and agree with the sex that God gave you. If you were born a man, agree with that. If you were born a woman, agree with that. And the third thing, remove every single item of homosexuality, lesbianism, pornography, masturbation from your home. Throw them away. If you are somebody who, who is a woman who has gone out and bought outfits of men, if you want to be free, 
throw them away. Throw them away. Put them in the trash. You having that is an open door for the enemy to send in more of bondages to you. You have to let those things go. You can live without them. You've lived all your life without them before you you started to step into that sinful thing. I'm going to end this for this episode. The next episode, I'm going to go in depth about it. This is just me letting you know what, what we're going to be talking about. moment to dump everything you've been carrying for the last seven days and lay it at the altar of God and say, God, have it all. Father, take my sorrow, take my pain, take my shame, take everything, God, that is unlike you, God. Take it out of us now, God. We declare that you can have it all. Somebody open your mouth and say, have it all, God. Come on. Shake me, Father. Make me over again, Lord God. Come on. This is a corporate worship right here. I dare you to open your mouth and tell God to shake me.
somebody that wants to receive Christ you have lived your life and you have done it your way and you're like you know I did pray one time and the Lord heard me and he answered me I want to get to know him on a deeper level I want to get to know him in a relationship Bernice you're talking about how God wants us to be a friend to him I want to get to be a friend of God a friend of Jesus a friend to the Holy Spirit how do I do that? Well, you asked a, an amazing question. You can pray the salvation prayer with me. And basically meaning that, you know, you're praying that the Lord will take over and help you walk a righteous life. That all the things that you've done, whatever it is, you know, I don't know. God knows. But guess what? The best part. He has forgiven you of all of it. Yep. Every single one of it. It is as far as the east as it is to the west he does not remember it anymore and so you don't have to remember it anymore when you pray this prayer god forgives all your sins why because jesus came down on this earth he laid down his life for you and i he bled on the cross for you and i and our sins are wiped away And so if you are in a repentant stage and you want to repent and give your life to Christ, I want you to repeat after me. Dear Jesus. So say after me, dear Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner. I am sorry for my sins. I believe that you died to pay the punishment for my sins. Please forgive me. I receive your forgiveness. And I know that you raised that you raised up on the third day and now you are sitting at the right hand side of God please be the Lord of my life I receive you as the Lord of my life from this day going forward in Jesus name amen so if you have prayed this you have prayed a salvation prayer and you have given your life to the lord it's a journey it's not just a prayer but it's a journey this is the first stage of it and so if you if you're not part of a bible-based church 
get you a, a, a place that you can fellowship with Christians that are like you. Find a good Bible-based church, Holy Spirit-filled church, and go and learn about who God is, who Jesus is, and also about who God has made you to be. You will meet amazing people in the church. You will get to use your gift for the glory of the Lord and your talent. And you will meet amazing people. The most greatest people I've ever met are those that I've met in church. I'm a church girl, so I've met a lot of people in church. And also, get you a Bible. If you don't have a Bible, find you one. You know, um, the Walmart has Bibles, Target. You can go to, you know, Bible stores. You can order some from Amazon. I like New King James Version. If you're new to Christianity, getting the King James Version might be a little hard for you to comprehend. But I would say get the New King James Version or the NIV Version. But for me personally, the New King James Version is the best. And then you can, you know, start reading the Word of God. You can start from John or Ephesians. But you can start from John and read from there. But... If you have any questions, you can email me. My my email address is sistersofruthministry at yahoo.com. Sistersofruthministry at yahoo.com. So email me and let me know if you have any questions. If you need somebody to help you find a church, I'll be more than happy to help you find a church in your area. You know, I'll pray for you. I'm praying for you right now. God, I pray that everyone that prayed the salvation prayer, I ask you, Lord, that you will open up a church for them. Lead them to the right church that you want them to go at, God, and be a, a member and a, a um, part of the community of Jesus Christ. I pray that, Lord, you will lead them friends in the church, God, friends that will come and embrace them and love on them and help them learn about you, God, and give them reassurance and give them peace and give them joy, God. And lead them to you, Jesus, because you are our joy. You are our peace. You are our love. You are our everything. And so I pray that, Lord, as they walk in this season of getting to know you, getting to know the word of God, just being able to walk in this new salvation uh, that they have embraced into their life, the, the, the life that you have planned for them, that they will continue to walk the righteous life, the narrow road, God. I pray that you will surround them with good community because community is so important. Surround them with amazing community, God, that will feed the, the seed that you've planted in them today, that they will grow and sprout up like a beautiful tree and bear good fruit, God. And so I thank you for my sister and my brother that has made the bold an amazing decision today to follow you. And I pray that, Lord, you will bless their pathway and lead them in the right places that you have ordained for them. And it's in the name of Jesus I do pray. Amen.
Thank you so much for listening to Devoted today with Bernice about the spirit of perversion, defeating the spirit of perversion. And we talk more so about the different types of perversion and look more into homosexuality. Um, the songs that were played are Have It All by First Start Worship, Sanctuary by Todd Duenley, You Know My Name by Tasha Cobbs, and Overcome by Elevation Worship. I hope that you were blessed today. Um, Next episode, we're going to look at um, Genesis 19. We're going to look at how the spirit of perversion enters and also legal rights that the enemy likes to have a hold of to come into your life. And whatever it is that the Holy Spirit leads, we're going to talk about uh, and continue the series on perversion. I hope that you were blessed today. I hope that you felt convicted. I hope that you felt that God... You know, he he loves those that he convict. He convict those that he loves. And so I hope that you felt 
that God is pruning you, removing you, cleansing some things off of you, and that your eyes are open. And even if you're somebody that is not in, you know, uh, operating in perversion, that you were convicted about the people around you that are operating in perversion. And you could have been somebody that is pronouncing homosexuality on people that are not actually homosexual. And the enemy is using your voice to decree things that are not of God, that are not righteous, righteous, that are not true on people that are not homosexual, that the enemy is using your mouth as a two. So I hope that um, you were you felt that God is speaking to you directly, or maybe you could have been a, a pastor that is listening right now that you felt convicted to teach or preach or share the message about homosexuality being a sin in your congregation to your sheeps that God has given to you to care for. Um, and whatever state you are in, know that God loves you and, you know, this Bible verse has been continuously used all throughout 2021, uh, that we are to turn from our wicked ways and, you know, repent and turn to God and he will bless us and he will deliver us. So whatever state you are in, maybe you might be already in perversion. Maybe you just got delivered, whatever state you are in. Know that God loves to see progress. He loves to see you progressing in freedom, staying in freedom. He loves to see you wake up intentionally desiring to change your life. You know, intentionally throwing away things that are perverse, things that are homosexual. Intentionally not calling that person anymore because you know that they open a gate to pornography or they open a gate to lustful things or perverse things intentionally throwing away outfits that are perverse you know that are lustful intentionally doing that that's one of the things I did when I got delivered from wearing seductive clothing I threw away I literally purged my whole uh, um Wardrobe. I purged my whole closet. I removed every seducing spirit induced outfit that would, you know, lure men or cause men to, you know, fall into temptation. I literally threw them all away. And I felt like such a, a light just felt like a heaviness just lifted off, you know. And I intentionally went out and looked for outfit that would, you know, cover my body, that would present my body as a living sacrifice, a temple of the Lord. That will um, bring modesty into my life, right? Because when I get married to my future husband, he's the one who's who's going to see me in those type of outfit that are not supposed to be worn outside of the house. You know, it's for him to see only, for my future husband to see that only, not for everybody to see that. So I had to do a work on my own self. So I hope that you take this message to heart and you start to do work on your own self that you you know know that your wholeness is very important it's more it's as important as it is the air that you breathe your freedom is as important as the air that you breathe so i hope that you were blessed today and you have a great rest of the year it's almost the end of 2021 do not take baggages into 2022 this is the time to leave it behind, leave behind certain people, leave behind certain habits, leave behind certain things, leave behind certain outfits, leave behind certain thinking habits, leave behind those things. And most important thing, 
pick up the gender that God gave you. If you're struggling with lesbianism, homosexuality, agree today. Tell the Lord, Lord, I agree with you that yes, I was born a woman. Or if you were born a man, yes, whatever gender you were born, that you agree, God. You have to renounce. I'm going to talk about renunciation later on, but I'm taking it a step at a time as the Holy Spirit leads me to teach about this. But you have to first agree with the the identity that God gave you as a little girl or as a little boy, that that is who you are. And you have to verbally tell yourself that, verbally tell the Lord, I agree with who you created me to be when I was born as a woman, okay? Or if you were born a man, agree that you were, you were born a boy, that yes, you are agreed to be a man, okay? So agree that you are a woman, okay? And if you are struggling with pornography, with masturbation, um, if there are things that are in your house, there are some people who have dildos, there are some people who have computer websites, you, you have to intentionally, um, want to be set free by intentionally not going to that website. You have to also intentionally put something in place of that thing. And I'm going to go in depth about what it is that you do to get that, to, to get to that place. But it's important. Your freedom is so important. You want to go into 2022 free from bondages that are holding you bound and it start with you doing something that you have to do to get to that place in in the bible we see that um they brought people who were possessed people who had issues they brought them to jesus okay they brought them even even the man who was um a leprous his friends Pulled him over the, 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 the roof to drop him down so Jesus could heal. And you need friends like that. Friends who will carry you to freedom. Friends who will carry you to deliverance. Not friends who will want to see you bound. Want to see you um, in, in bondages. Want to, you know, basically put your dirty laundry out there. Or, or um, you know, tell other people that this is what you're struggling with. Or, or cause you to fall into temptation. But you want friends that will help you step out of that temptation. Friends that will cover you and pray for you and help you get out of there. It says in um, the word of God that many healed after Sabbath sunset in Luke in Luke 4, 40, it says, When the sun was setting, all those who had in any that were sick with various diseases brought them to him. To who? To Jesus. And he laid his hands on every one of them and healed them. And demons also came out of many, crying out and saying, You are the Christ, the Son of God. And he rebuking them and did uh, he rebuking them did not allow them to speak, for they knew that he was the Christ. Even the spirit that is perverse knows about the power of Jesus Christ. So if it knows about the power of Jesus Christ, you are at a good advantage because it knows that when you bring the power of Jesus Christ through the word of God, through prayer, through through worship, okay, through deliverance, you will defeat it. And so you already have a good advantage, okay? This is the time for you to face yourself in the mirror and say, you want to be whole, you want to be free, and cry out to the Lord. If you did not give your life to Christ, go back 
rewind it a little bit and go and give your life to Christ because this spirit of perversion cannot break off of you if you are not a child of God. You have to be a child of God because, um, you know, healing is the children's bread, right? Deliverance is for the saints, okay? So you have to, you cannot conquer demons with demons. You have to give your life to Christ. You cannot conquer darkness with darkness. Light has to come in and overtake darkness, okay? And so I hope that you are blessed. Um, If you think that somebody will be blessed by this, please share it with them. Uh, God loves every single body, but God does not want to see you bound. He hates sin. He hates sin, okay? And so if you feel like you need to get rid of certain things, you have to take this seriously this day right today where how whatever day you're listening to this this is your day of awakening that you want to live a better life that you want to be free from this and you can be free from this there are many people who have testimonies of being free from you know perversion and i shared my own thing i i have been set free from the way that i dress the way that i portray myself I've been set free from that, okay? The way that I, I, I lustfully behaved, okay? That was a spirit of lust, and I was set free from that. And so I don't do those things anymore. I don't have to do that anymore because I have become new. I have let the Lord do a work in me and through me, okay? And so you too can be free from whatever it is. Nothing can hold you bound so much. If you cry out to the Lord, he will deliver you. And so hopefully uh, you were blessed today. And I will, see, I will see you all next week as we continue this series. You have a blessed day. And remember to go in your word. Whatever issue that you're dealing with, if you're dealing with issues of the eyes, you know, with lustful things, go and study the Word of God. Look in the Word of God about that specific issue. We talk about more about homosexuality. Go back and read about why homosexuality is wrong, why God, you know, contended with um, Abraham, why Jude talked about it. If you have an issue, look in the Word of God. You can go to Google, type in pornography, um, you know, Bible verse against pornography, and start to read it. Start to read it because when you read it, you know, we are, to, we are to meditate on the word of God, you know, continu- continuously renew our mind, okay, by the renewing of your mind, okay, you, you have to overcome by the renewing of your mind. So you have to continuously put the word of God in your mind. So when the enemy comes to tempt you, you say, No, you know, it is written, that shall not look at a woman with lust, for in doing so, you commit, committed adultery with her in your heart. No, you know, um, my body is a temple of the Lord. No, I am a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto the Lord. You know, you, you, you say the word, no, marriage is between a man and a woman. You know, a man shall live his father and mother's house and be joined to his wife and the two will become one. So no, you, you, you're not going to commit adultery with the man, a married man, right? Because that's all part of perversion, you know? So you have to find the word of God and Put it inside of your mind and inside of you. And the enemy, demons, hate. The devil hates the word of God. So I hope you have, you have a blessed night. Thank you so much for listening to Devote.